June 16, 2021. It's the Waffle Pedro Show.
Watt from Pedro Show. Happy Wednesday. Happy Bloomsday. Yeah, it's June 16th. And it's also uh, Raymond Pettibone's B-Day. Mike Baguetta, too, an MSSV. Important day, June 16th. I mean, it was really important. I wrote a tune for it for Tom Nichols on the dot. Look, we start off the show with Russian Lullaby by John Coltrane and Kobe Von... Van, sorry. Well, you guys would say Von. <laughs> well, uh, Von Tonder, right? Or maybe Tonder? That's it. Or maybe Tonder? Actually, fun thunder, but yeah. van or van is fine. Yeah, I know one's kind of more Dutch, but you know us U- U.S. people, we screw up everyone. Das tut mir leid. I'm sorry very much. Uh, anyway, from you, uh, Cerbero, Fiera, Crudella e Diversa. So maybe some uh, Italiano, huh? Latin language. Uh People, you can tell I'm not man alone. Uh, what time are you talking to me from, Kobe? Uh, it's uh, 11 past 7. No, town. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, the signal is not uh, so good. Uh, I am in York, in the UK at the moment. Okay, in York. Yes. Uh, up by yes. Leeds. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of to the left. I think yeah. they say uh, Yorkshire. Yeah, Halifax is a little bit west. The, there, there's That's a valley right. there, Hebron Bridge and uh, Salberry Bridge, and I've played some working men clubs up in that area. Uh, oh, I know. But enough about me. What about your journey through music? Please bring your earliest musical recollection, Kobe. Oh, um, yeah, I was actually thinking about that since I listened to some of the other shows, and um, it's in my deep, deep subconscious, but I feel it's like I'm aware of it. And that is my mom was playing uh, or learning Beethoven sonatas while she was expecting me. So I think that's my actual real first memory uh, from the womb. Um, and yeah, and I, I think it's obviously... Good, that's a pretty good <laughs> memory, I got to say. <laughs> Yeah, and it probably sounded quite warped through the water and a little muffled and uh, mixed with heartbeats and stuff. So, and where was, yeah. this, was this in Germany? Uh, so, no, I'm uh, from South Africa. Okay. I lived there pretty much for the first 26 years of my life. Okay, South Africa. Um, okay. Yeah. Now, this house that you grew up in, did it have musical instruments? Uh, piano. Did you jump and on I, it? I did. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, that's pretty much. Uh, I uh, I think I started from when I can re- remember, just uh, you know, playing, not playing, playing, but you know, just playing with it as a toy. That's funny though that that we use the word play, right? <laughs> yeah. Because you know what I mean. Because I'm going to get to the next question. Did you have to go through the ordeal of the piano lessons? I did, but I for me it wasn't so much an ordeal. I really ah, loved it. Great. I'm very happy to hear that <laughs> uh, because a lot of the people yeah. I've had on the show, it almost made them want to quit music. <laughs> well, actually, later in life, I did. I, I did start to really uh, have an intense disliking for the fact that I can't micro-tune it and that it's so big you can, can't take it to gigs and stuff. Oh, yeah. So, um, Good point. But... 
yeah, in the formative years, I really loved the piano, and I, I played for hours and hours. Can I ask you if, you know, grade school, I, I don't know the school system so well over there, but did you yeah. do any music in school, like the choir or the marching band? Or uh, I did do the marching band, um, but for the, for the pure reason to escape, because we had some inspection time, it was a very strict school, and so they would check how long your nails are, and if your fringe, your hair is... Your bangs are the right length, and it was very strict. So the way to escape it was to be in the marching band, and I played the trumpet. Trumpet, okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. No, but look, yeah, it's all vocabulary. The more you learn how to play, I think that's righteous. Yeah. Uh, what, can I ask you the first record you bought with your own money? Um, you know, uh, like I, it's kind of a vague bunch of memories the one the one i remember is otaker um amber otaker is on the uh warp label hmm. maybe i'm not sure familiar with it but uh yeah. look, it's a lot from pedro show there's no hard questions <laughs> and there's no wrong answers <laughs> yeah i feel like i definitely did have some other that people gifted me so but no, i no 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 but i asked yeah on purpose the one that with I your own, was that. yeah but with your own yeah. guilt you know your own money yeah because <laughs> when you're a kid you don't got a lot of money so you, it's interesting on the choice you make and remember you can only have your first purchase only once it's like your first gig yeah, yeah. Well, there's well, actually a bit of uh, interesting history because in, that was the time of sanctions in South Africa. So it was very hard to get records or to get, you know, to, um, so there would be like key sources of cool friends where you could go and listen to stuff. And the rest I had to tape on tapes from the radio, but that was just like ma mainstream stuff mostly. So, Well, you mean there was no culture like cassette tape, mixtapes, trading mixtapes? That we did, yeah. Ah, what about the first gig you went and saw, Kobe? Um, that was also not so memorable. The one that's really that blew my mind uh, was the first time I left South Africa, and um, actually there was a lot of jazz gigs and a lot of like kind of things that I did like, but it didn't blow me away. And so the one. I got on a plane, I went to visit my brother who lived in Japan, and I went straight into Clock Metro to hear a, a fixed twin. And um, I was with his brain dance collective, and it was just, uh, it, it was absolute heaven. It, it changed my life. Wow. <laughs> it was like a, a near religious experience. It was a profound um, moment. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, what was that guy? There was a rock and roller from South Africa named Johnny something. Oh, Johnny Clegg. That's it. He's really yeah. important, right, with the movement to get yes. more open. Yeah. Yeah, there were a lot of, uh, yeah, actually also really great jazz musicians, um, like Hugh Masakela and, uh, you know, Miriam Makeba and various ones. That, that yeah, actually it was wonderful concerts. Um, but yeah, that was, I don't know, like this, uh, this brain dance group, because FX Twin started with, uh, about an hour of Mark's ball, which was just pure That's noise. Fun, yeah. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then, 
after that, it kind of just exploded into this, this, this like brain that like extremely fast, happy kind of, you know, just rhythmic sound. Can I ask you about the your, your, your school days? Now, I'm not talking about at graduating, but in the afternoon, did you do the basement band, bedroom band, garage band? Um, actually, more a little bit later, like I'd say my university days. Okay, college days. Or, or do you mean school? I don't know what if you mean uh, teenage years with school. Yeah, yeah, you know... Uh, we have a thing over here, like you just get together with your buddies after school, right? You're trying to make bands yeah. for the first time. Oh, that would have been awesome. I uh, there's a lot of yeah, that over I here, and uh, yeah, I, actually, most of my guests from Europe too. They have experiences like this. Maybe not so much garages or basements, but yeah. def definitely, you know, you know, what I mean, it's not a professional thing. You're just uh, trying to make music with your friends, right? I, I did go to, I played in a youth symphony orchestra. I played violin. So that was... <laughs> um, but it, quite like, a few instruments. Yeah. That's, but yeah. I, I wish I had that. I um, But yeah, I didn't even have a microphone or anything, you know, like, yeah, that was just not... I also grew up in a pretty small, crappy town where not much was happening. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sometimes it can be a good thing. You know, I want to play this yeah. uh, from you. Uh, Houter or Schach? It's hard for me to say. Hot. Hot Rochard.
Watch for Pedro show. Yeah. Harder <laughs> Rorschach from Kobe Van Tonder than Ben Salter out of Tasmania with separation. Give me Pop Pop Manta Tantra from Bomas Prendon. Then string quartet number one. Kobe Van Tonder speaking of symphonies and violin. Uh, so when you get out of, you know, the school we all do, right? High school and stuff. And you go to, you, you were talking about college. Were you taking yeah. music in college? Yeah, well, I actually uh, escaped my little town by going to art school in the city in Pretoria, which was the capital city, or still is. Um, and uh, so I did do also classical music, piano and violin in, in school already. And then I uh, went to study jazz, piano. Okay, okay. And, and so I was very into jazz and free improvisation and all kinds so you, of things you like that. continued the piano stuff since you were a girl, but now you're taking it into a jazz direction. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and but with the school, not, not a personal teacher. Um, yeah, well, I, through school we had a teacher. Um, yeah, but you probably had uh, other classes, right? Composition, yeah, harmony, yeah. all kinds of stuff. That's right. Um, what would you say about the but, experience? Yeah, good, uh, good and bad. I mean, it's always good to yeah, learn stuff, but I very quickly learned that my desire is to only learn the rules so I can break them, basically. And so that, you know, so kind of like, I try to see it as just like stepping stones to expand your vocabulary and then... In the end, I kind of just wanted to unlearn everything I ever learned and, you know, kind of just throw it away almost. And that's why I make the kind of very strange things I do now. Um, it's like a continuous kind of escape from any any form that exists. It's like I want to shape shift into whatever is in between those spaces. You know, yeah, and when you say like, form, like institutionalized uh, academic learning... Yeah, and then also genres, actually. Ah, like, genres I, as, too, yeah. As, okay. as much as I love it, as much, and I have so much respect for you and all the projects you've done, and, you know, like, as, as, like, as much as I love any, you know, like, I, I love lots of music, like, all kinds of music, but, um, like, I kind of, yeah, somehow want to escape from it all, always. And so um, that's why these things are a lot, are kind of microtonal, projects as well where I, I wanted to get in between the black and white notes on the piano or in you know like just those millions of micro frequencies that's well there. you, you kind of were yeah. you, you were kind of there with the violin <laughs> and then with the trumpet how many notes do you have to get out i mean i know it's got some valves but a lot of it comes off the lip so the, yeah. now the piano yeah like one button for every note i understand that right and you're kind of trapped yeah. right by the way it's built yeah and then uh yeah I, we're going to get later into into your musical thing where it goes to synthesizers, right? And, it, yeah. and you want to get free of that key. You you go to the bukla. Yeah. Oh, right. You want bukla. to get free of the keyboard, <laughs> right? The space. Yeah, the bukla is Hold amazing. on a second, Kobe. Okay, so uh, did you end up graduating? Um. Yeah, I did. 
I mean, I'm not, you know, that all the paths lead to now how you got here, right? And so graduated right. or not graduated, it doesn't matter. I was just interested in stuff. So you went through the whole program, but then like you said, you know, in a way you did it so you could like be free of the program. Yeah, and I have to say I studied a lot. I, I you know, I kept on kind of studying and it was it was always my way as a South African to get um to get a visa and to get to travel and to go like I'm basically a nom- I see myself as a nomadic person because I've you know lived pretty much on every continent and not every island obviously but <laughs> at a lot of places <laughs> and I know um, Sweden would take a few hundred years <laughs> <laughs> um, so so yeah so so it was always kind of a means to an end to but I have to say you, I you, you have a I rest, respect, uh, you have a restless spirit I have a respect for academia, but it can get very suffocating if you don't balance it out with. No, the, no, no. What I meant was uh, what I meant yeah. was restless yeah. spirit. Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and okay, so uh, what? How did you make music besides like being that symphony? Did you ever do the ensemble stuff, or has it been always a woman alone? Yeah, I was uh, thinking I should have shared more things of other projects um, because these are the, like the most recent things. Um, I did play in bands and ensembles and did like, get, you know, just for for single gigs with ensembles and stuff. Um, but yeah, what, did I, what was the question? Well, <laughs> well you know, some, some people that get very proficient with music become what we call the side man or side person. And then they, yeah. they, they're used by other musicians. Right. And you didn't go through yeah. that so much. Right. Um, a little bit, but I maybe more with uh, like all kinds of theater projects and multimedia things where I did the soundtracks for it. Um, yeah. But yeah. See, see right there. I did. So it was you yeah. by yourself. Yeah. Kobe Van Tyler yeah. by herself or part of an, uh, uh, an ensemble? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, a lot of people, that, we even call it sideman-itis, right? That's all they do is help other people realize their music. And you can see yeah. how they get frustrated in a way. But I think it's good to do a little bit because then you put yourself, <coughs> because you probably use side people yourself. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah, when you walk a mile in a person's shoes, you get a feel. What's it called? Empathy? Yes. Yeah. Empathy, very important thing. Right. And, and I think the best way to learn or get educated in empathy is to trade places. Different yeah. roles. Yeah. Different roles. I know some uh, parts of society teach us, no, if you're not the boss, you're not winning. But what the fuck is that about? If you're always right. the boss, you're, you're going to miss out on learning a lot of things. Yeah, because you always get sure. your way, right? Hey, I just want to say I would have. I, I wish I was the bassist. <laughs> yeah, because, uh, you know what? I'm thinking about that. This sounds like totally coming from a bass player. I would. I would totally. I would totally swap places with you. <laughs> because you look good making the other person. It's, it's the greatest politics in the world. You look good making the other guy look good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but no, I I have to like really. 
respect. Uh, it's such a beautiful instrument, and I I tried to play some keyboard bass. Oh, the um, left hand. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I just love bass. I think bass is the best part of music. I mean, you need everything. Yeah. But um, I love bass, and I I like it's. I'm kind of slowly getting obsessed with infrasound now, which is like below what we hear, just like vibration. Well, I was going to say a lot of bass ain't heard; it's actually felt. Yeah. yeah, it's pure, I don't know, it's one of the things that keeps me alive. Oh, that's great. I always, I get this idea that music is a lifeline. Yeah. Yeah, I truly do, especially during this current situation. <laughs> yeah, so, I, I was thinking it would be great to just get a truck. I just wish I could have a Mad Max truck full of speakers yeah. and drive through the streets. And but I don't like I already asked, but York doesn't seem too interested in this idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were in Japan. Did, did you have an experience with those uh, Uyoku vans? They got these little propaganda vans with the speakers that just blast. And since, you know, it's what's their language? It's not foreign, but for us, it's foreign. So it's just sounds, but it's like right. pretty intense and insane. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and it just come. They roll through the neighborhoods, just blasting the. Ar, 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 ar. And uh, yeah, maybe some neighbors might not dig it. <laughs> they, What's it called? Also, un, un, uninvited concert. <laughs> Look, we're at the right. end of the first hour of the June 16, twenty twenty one edition. Wat Pedro show special guest, Kobe Van Tonder. Hold tight for hour two. June 16, 2021, it's the second hour of the lot from Pete Rose.
Wofford Pedro Show start off the second hour with Fata Morgana, part one, Kobe Von Thunder. Then Hot Head Boggle, he was on the show last week, with Tunnel Tap. And part two, Fata Morgana, Kobe Von Thunder. She's asking me off air, people, uh, if I'm playing all the music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the Wofford Pedro Show, the guests hold sway. So, I, I want people to really get, uh, you know what I mean, a sense of what you're creating. And what she said to me yeah. was she's very grateful for people. What would you tell me yourself, Kobe? Respect to anyone who listens to all of it. Okay. Now, <laughs> let's talk about this piece. Why, why was it okay. the two parts? Um. Well, it's kind of it organically developed like that. Um, it's based on a, a sonic illusion. Um, I'm, I'm blanking on the... It's like when you have this eternal feeling of going upwards. Okay. Um, so it's kind of just a way of layering uh, the pictures. It will come to me when I don't try to... Think about it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, that shit happens to yeah, me so. all the time. <laughs> well, well let's, yeah, let's, so let's, let's get into your composing thing. What is your process? Oh, it's different each time. Okay. okay. Um, yeah. And uh, can I ask you to ever start with a title? Um, no. I guess I already did. <laughs> you never start with a title, right? I ask that. No. I ask a lot of my guests that because I always have to, or, or I'm lost because I, I need something to anchor the focus. Yeah, sometimes I think I did, um, but yeah, I'm really like words are. I do like yeah. It's so abstract for me. Like this Fata Morgana was kind of the most fitting visual I think to fit this, which is this uh, mirage that. That's on the horizon, you know, when it's when it's really hot and yeah, absolutely. it kind of blurs the. You kind of almost hallucinate some images. I've seen photographs so, of uh, actual uh, of a cruise ship floating, but it ain't floating. It's it's this illusion you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it's because of the oh, moisture yeah. and uh, fucking with the light and all this, the heat. Uh, yeah. Ah, now I remember. It's reset. It's a French uh, composer and scientist who, 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 like, if you have, if you have, say, even if you play a scale, yeah. you know, and you play it just like, uh, say, from C to C, yeah. and then um, when you get to G, you bring a new scale in, and so, but you kind of fade the, you fade in the envelope so that it gets softer by the time it's at the end of, by the top C, yeah. and then um, already the new one is in. Right. So it sounds like you keep going up. Especially you know, with a G, yeah. by doing the fifth, right? All oh, right. This was actually on a G. Oh, from... Uh, in part of the, yeah. Yeah, C up to the G, so uh, you're the fifth. I don't know. That's Johann Sebastian Bach stuff. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it can be arbitrary. Any, it can be. Yeah, because any I was going to say. Yeah. Let's yeah. say you took the second or the fourth or the sixth. You know, they're not as much harmonic, maybe. But but it yeah. doesn't matter. Like you say, it's it's more the motif. It's basically extending the vocalist. Like obviously, you have a range only so high. 
Yeah. But so by making these loops and bringing another loop in underneath and again and again, it keep it creates this continuity that like oh. it feels like keeps going up. Yeah. Like a, you know, this drone. That, sure, like a texture. Like a less yeah. layers of texture. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. L- l- I want to play yeah. this. Uh, speaking of the bukla, you got this bukla wind, huh? Oh.
Watch for Pedro show. Bukla went from telepathic being. We're not using Kobe Van Tunder here. And then Sam Lockward out of Iowa City with candy. And then, okay, this is one word, people, but it ain't one word. When all memory has faded, just no spaces between the words. Uh, Kobe, yeah, somebody was, they probably think that was Welsh, right? <laughs> See that? Kobe Van Tunder. So why telepathic being? Um, I feel telepathy is a very real thing. Um, I have like some connections with people where I think of them and there's a text message or that, you know, like there's, there's definitely we're in tune with each other. And I just love also, I have a project where um, people play music for trees and where you kind of make a telepathic connection with the tree and or you like, I don't care if it's like imagination, right? Whether it's actually real or how it actually works, it's not so important. It's just the fact that you think about it. Absolutely. And that it, that it, that it kind of puts you in a certain kind of mood. Yeah, or context. And, yes. And then it kind of allows it kind of allows you to be a bit freer um, and just experience, like, this kind of meditative state where in this one you kind of massage the tree with a loudspeaker, portable loudspeaker, and I have many of them, and so it becomes this spatialized music through the trees. Um, they become part um, of the piece. Okay. It becomes, and the, and the idea is also the audience is the trees. Ah, yeah, the, the forest. So the shrubbery. <laughs> um, okay, tell, yeah. tell me when you got your first bukla, or maybe your own. Oh, bukla. I don't. I don't have one. Ah, yeah, because I was going to say there are a lot of fucking poets. This one is um, uh, at EMS, which is the electronic uh, music studio in in Stockholm. Okay. And I did a residency there, and I'm supposed to go back. Um, I wanted to do a whole album, um, and then it got interrupted by lockdown restrictions. Yeah, of course. So, what what so, about the first time you went on a bukla? Um, that was the first time. Oh, wow. Okay, okay. Well, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm working on the mind reading, but... Yeah, you still have to use words, Kobe. <laughs> but I'll get to that point. <laughs> but okay. Well, you see, if you if you were on your base and I was on the book club, we wouldn't need words. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Good point. Yeah, excellent. Point. Uh, so, you right with your first experience, you started uh, composing, and you got a piece out of it, the Buklo Wind. Uh, yeah, actually, I I just uh, recorded everything I did because it's kind of very precious studio time. So I was sure. just. I just record everything. Um, ah, and can that be yeah. become material for new material? Exactly. Yeah. So what do you do? Do you keep a whole library of your stuff? That, yeah, that's a great idea. That's, that, that's actually part of my process, I guess. I kind of have thousands of, of recordings and clips, and, you know, I just go back to them because they not, nothing is really finished. Yeah. And so I, you can always combine. And this is what I like about abstract music. It's, it's like a piece of nature. It's like taking a rock out of, you know, like it, like you can use it with anything else. Like it's like so, like, you know, it's just, it's so, it's so non-specific and it's so complex in its beauty that you can just like, you know, make compositions with different things. Yeah, um, so you got a stockpile. Yeah, in a way, aggregates like that, right? With concrete, cement, right? <laughs> you need pieces of things, and uh, yeah, 
Yeah, abstract. Yeah. And, and maybe non-abstract music, it's too specific and everything's just tailored for one job. Well, you, the beauty is then you can mix it with with something very specific and it will still look beautiful. Um, and it's actually the contrast then becomes a very nice thing. Oh, yeah, of course, of course. Um, uh, what's the opposite of irony? Uh, wrinkly. That's a terrible joke. I think I found that at the bottom of one of my laundry baskets. That's a very good one. At the bottom of your laundry basket. I think, yeah, they had it written there. It was like whoever made that basket's idea of a joke, you know. And yeah. Yeah. So, it's a, <laughs> where you look for material can be the most trippy places. But, yeah, so, yeah. like, whenever you play, you're invested in the next time you're going to play. I, I think that's the same thing about practice, but as far as coming up with the stuff, you know, yeah. that's why I've gotten into like recording licks and riffs and stuff that has no meaning for now, but who knows in the future. I'm learning. Yeah. I'm a slow learner. Look, we're at the end of the second hour, June 16, 2021 edition, Watt Pedro Show special guest, Kobe Van Tonder. Hold tight for hour three. June 16, 2021, it's the third hour of the Watt Pedro Show.
six hours just alone, just lay in that bed and get something back, some kind of juice, just being away from people, some of the most marvelous fulfillments a man like me can have.
Life from Pedro show. We start off the third hour with Kobe Von Tonder doing Mutation 2. And then Deep in the Woods 66 is Tommy O'Sullivan out of Dublin, Ireland with I Just Want to Be Left the Fuck Alone with Ruth Kennington and Devo. That's a title. <laughs> and, and then Ransom Salmon. This, this, this kind of a sneak preview. I'm going to have him on the show in October. A little bit there. See what's coming up. I'm not even going to say his, his, the name that you people know. I played a lot of his stuff because he's trying uh, different kinds of. Why not? That's what music's for. And then finally, Autoplasma, S N. Dot W. Uh, uh, Kobe, enlighten us. Yeah. Autoplasma. What, what What's the name of this project? I mean, what's okay. the idea? Yeah. So that actually was born. Well, in the 90s, the late 90s, and actually, maybe even in 99, because that's when I went to Japan, and um, Oto is noise in Japanese. I think it can be sound, too. <laughs> Don't have to oh, yeah. noise. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, oh. yeah. That's, that's what I understand, because there's a great uh, club in London called Cafe Oto. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, well, noise sounds, you know, noise is kind of sound. Yeah, well, well, yeah, yeah. I've, I've had that yeah. discussion on the show a lot, like somebody's idea yeah. of, of, of beautiful, like if you're having a conversation, even the most beautiful music that's playing is kind of noise because it's interrupting your spiel. Yeah. It's, it's, it's relative. So, yeah, but you see, noise is so beautiful for me. Like, like that book of wind is just the noise generators going through filters. It's like, it's like, it's just wonderful. Well, see, 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 when you say the word sound, it's more neutral. When you say noise, it's not in your case because you like noise, but other people would consider that negative. And I've asked a cat yeah. who use, like, they use noise as a genre name now. Yeah. In fact, we, yeah. I had a guest on, he, he called the scene that he joined the costume noise scene. <laughs> so it's not just... <laughs> You know, something called noise, but they get it's Halloween too. <laughs> that sounds like fun. Uh, so that you, you 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 rub uh, um, microphones over your costumes or, yeah, or whatever. Uh, I mean, that's why I like Halloween. It's the one day all year we admit we do wear costumes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, get back to autoplasm. So autoplasm, the auto part is, is sound. Okay. Yeah. So actually, I didn't include so much of that, but because the like I'm a little embarrassed maybe about some of the tracks because they were kind of not very well. I don't know, like not mixed so well, but um, they were kind of trying to be pop music as well, okay. which they totally totally failed at. Actually, I think because they were very weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then. This SNW is the first abstract one, like, okay. yeah, uh, which is actually noise from the uh, um, uh, Nordrack 2X. Also, again, the noise, uh, like, but this one trying to sound like snow. Snow? Yuki. Yeah. I think they say Yuki. Here, I, I want to yeah. play a Trying to Be Still and Move in Water, another telepathic being. Okay. Thank you. 
Last music for this edition, Telepathic Being, which is a project of Kobe Lantondra, trying to be still and move in water, then Manuel Armido with Self-Critics Union. He's up in Yellowknife, northwest part of Canada. Actually, Northwest Territory, right? Telepathic Resistance, finally, with Dream Cut Capture. Now, what's the difference between telepathic being, which we already learned about a little bit, yeah. and telepathic, telepathic resistance? Uh, yeah, telepathic resistance was just a single show, actually, um, in Berlin. I lived in Berlin for seven years before coming to York. And it was in one of those really tiny, tiny noise venues, actually, in a little basement. Um, and it's made up of a, of a, like, there's this website on the internet where people upload their orgasms to. So this is <laughs> record, recordings of, of their orgasm, right? <laughs> like, like, but just sound. There's files. no fluids involved. <laughs> it's just, and I thought uh, someone has to do something with this. So I did a live performance with pearls, like dropping pearls and that makes sense. Rub, and rubbing rocks and uh, lots of reverb feedback, like really, just like a droney thing, and then this. Um, and uh, people did definitely feel a little bit uncomfortable, and I, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you know, as an abstract, like I really like the sound, so yeah. And, and uh, was there vision? Was there a movie going on or some shit? Nothing. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> the, the movie is in people's minds. Yeah, that, that's but, yeah. thank God because yeah, much do you have to spell it out. Okay, and, and then this this telepathic being, instead of trees, there was a, kind of a water thing? Yeah, that's just, um, it's almost like not, it's like a found object. It's not, I did nothing to it. It's just me and a friend with hydrophones in the water in uh, Kefalonia on an island, like inside a cave. In Greece? Trying to... Yeah, trying to, but the water, like, we're trying to balance, to stand still, to, and the water kept throwing us off the rocks. <laughs> so it's just like, it, it's kind of just a fun Yeah, but thing. this idea is nature being an instrument you can play, kind of, or, 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 or yeah. A, a experience. Yeah, so that's kind of where um, autoplasmas, like, was the main thing, was making field recordings and combining it with music. I was going to ask you about field recordings. Yeah. You know, there's a, a great <coughs> musician in Japan named Sawako, and a lot of her stuff is field. You know? uh, yeah. yeah, just turning on microphones and, you know, whatever happens. Even the flat, she's in this, uh, she just had a gig a few days ago where she's by on the playa, and the wind is, her shirt flapping becomes part of the sound. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, so in a, yeah. in a weird way, it's, it's, it's a foundation for a creative expression but in another way it's a document of nature yeah and the sounds of nature is just like even that flapping of wind you know you're never going to get two repetitions that's going to be the same and yet the you know the pattern that you are observing is like uh, like it's like a very high level chaos high level chaos that that kind of yeah, like I think it's like it's kind of infinity in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's really interesting. Okay, what do you got planned next? 
Me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do I have planned next, like in life? Or, well, like, in music. <laughs> Well, after um, you make the world better. I mean, yeah. uh, <laughs> no, well, actually, um, I'm uh, next, not this weekend, the next weekend, I'm going to do some field recordings in caves. And I'm very excited about this because it's um, like, it's it's kind of part of a research project. And I'm going to, um, I, I have, I'm borrowing really wonderful microphones and hydrophones and accelerometers and like going to create like uh like record uh, what's called the impulse response so kind of to do get the acoustic blueprints of these spaces and then do field recordings so 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 this last stuff is kind of pertinent to your next steps okay yeah yeah, yeah, I know a little bit IR because they're like making fake base cabinets, right? <laughs> so you don't have to carry these big heavy things. They get the uh, impression, digital impression of. Uh, right. So, yeah. When you get this music uh, together, you know, will you come back on the show and play it and talk about it? I'd love to. Yeah, I would dig having you back on, Kobe. Truly. Thank you so much. It's, um, yeah, anytime. And where, uh, where can people find you on the internet? Well, actually, this project that I'm working on is called Acoustic Atlas, just like written acoustic and atlas, one word, dot info. Okay. And this is like a whole project about uh, acoustics and space. And and then um, just my full name, Kobe Van, V-A-N-T-O-N-D-R, and like... You'll find me. Okay. You got it, people. Search it out because it's well worth it. And I can't wait to have you back on. Thank you so much, Kobe. Thank you. Okay. And I, got, I look people. forward to all your shows. Oh, you must <laughs> people, it's been the June 16, 2021 edition. Watt Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry.